everybody. Welcome back to the Stock Car Spectacle. I'm Ian Jordson. I'm Mike Gamble. And I'm Nick Kinzel. And guys, we have a busy week of racing. It is finally the Daytona 500 week. The NFL is over. Super Bowl is over with. And now it's NASCAR season. Uh, we got qualifying tonight, Wednesday, and then we got the duels on Thursday, all leading up to a wild weekend of racing with the Truck Series, Xfinity Series, and the Cup Series. Boys, Daytona, I love it every single year. It always gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Yeah, this year hit me later than you, uh, most years. Usually, you know, kind of late January, early February, I started getting the goosebumps. For whatever reason, didn't really happen that way this year. Um, I had to see cars on track at the Coliseum, and now it's just been full go. Just absolute goosebumps, ready to rock and roll, ready to get the season going. Oh, yeah, the duels. I mean, the the clash, that was just a little a little teaser. But once that first practice, uh, once I saw the first car on the track for practice for the duels, for the Daytona 500, then it was like, all right, it's game time. It's here. And, yeah. I got goosebumps watching that first practice for sure. And then to add on that, um, I saw Ryan Blaney lead practice last night, and I was like, I am ready to be heard again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your boy's got a win under his belt in the summer race, so there's that. Yes, there is. Now let's do it on the big boy stage. There you go. All right, guys, so you know how we start off our show every week. We start off with our diecast of the week. Nick, what you got for us, bud? Again, and why is it Trevor Bain's Daytona 500 car? No, I'm kidding. I wish I had that car with me here, but I that was one of the cars that did not make the trip out to Morgantown. That's surprising. Uh, that's yeah, really that, surprising. That's that's my what? Crown, that's my crown jewel diecast right there, but I don't have it out here with me. I don't know why I didn't bring it. I, I don't I think I didn't bring it because I didn't know where I wanted to display because it's it's on that little platform thing with the checkered flag. And if I it's just kind of on a weird curve for displaying out here. I don't know. I should have brought it. I didn't, but I have a diecast of who I think is gonna win the Daytona 500 this week. Um, he's gonna get his fourth Daytona 500 win. Nah. Sir, Den- Sir Dennis Hamilton right here. He's the best. He's the best at Daytona right now on these super speedways. Um, he's got three 500s um, under his wing already. Why not get number four? I got car number eleven. I mean, I'm never gonna be used to you rocking Denny shit. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> It, it hurts. It's it hurts to look at. You know, it's that's like really surprising, at... man, because your boy uh, Hemdog is running in it as well, man. I I would love for Daniel Hemrick to win the Daytona 500. I would obviously shit my brains out of Daniel Hemrick winning the Daytona 500, but I got to go with experience here. These new cars and everything, I just think it, it um, suits a guy like Denny Hamlin well. All righty. Well, I am going for another Daytona 500 uh, win car as well. We're going back to Kurt Busch's 2017 Daytona 500 win. was also on my 20th birthday as well. One of the best birthdays I ever had seeing Kurt finally win the Daytona 500. Get his first super speedway win as well. So, yeah, freaking cool die cast. You know, they even got the grass on the hood. They got all the damage. One of my favorite race version die casts that I got. 
I actually watched that Daytona 500 yesterday. I had nothing mm-hmm. to do, so I I actually watched the 2017 500. That was just crazy. Those how those last ten laps went. The, you you had a, an assortment of guys, and then within the last two laps, everybody's running out of gas. Kurt was running six, and then all of a sudden, Kurt pushes the leader, and that mm. was that was so cool to see, and especially Tony Gibson, his reaction after winning it. That, that was a cool moment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the only thing that stinks about that one, Ian, it was it was just your 20th birthday, so it's not like you could have had any beers to celebrate. Oh, that, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Right. yeah, definitely not. <laughs> All right, Mikey, what you got for your diecast of the week, buddy? All right, Nick, I'll pick up the slack for you since you want to not bring shit out to Morgantown. I'll play – the greatest Daytona 500 diecast of all time. Mr. Trevor Bain. Look at that. 2011. Young beauty right here. All the damage. Signed by Trevor and the Wood Brothers, if you can see it. Leonard and Glenn right there. This absolute sexy-ass diecast. I can't – I'll be honest. I don't even remember how the hell I found this the way I did for uh, like 85 bucks on eBay. Because when I was looking to get this diecast, it was super expensive before that. Yeah, yours is cooler than mine just because you got all the Wood Brothers to sign it. When I got mine, it was it was the race win, but it was just the race win. It wasn't signed by Trevor, the Wood Brothers, or anything. So to get that for only 80, 85 bucks, that's a steal right there. I just can't oh believe that's, that that was 11 years ago. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy to think back, man. 11 years ago go back and Dude. look through that look through that field of the daytona 500 11 years ago see how many still remain yeah right <laughs> see how many are still driving ain't money only a few no <laughs> all right guys and before we start the show make sure to check out our new merchandise store on spreadshirt.com with all of our new merch with our new logos all designed by our good buddy dalton good um, and then let's get into some top news. And it is finally official. We've been hearing it in the rumors, but Greg Biffle will be making an attempt at the Daytona 500 with NY Racing in the 44 Chevrolet um, with Grambling University as the sponsor. Guys, cool to see the Biff back and cool to see NY Racing actually you know, coming true. They've been making like little rumors that they were going to be coming back, but now it's actually happening. Same thing with the yeah. money team. Yeah, it's cool that uh, they're actually here. And then, I don't know, maybe like an hour ago, there have been reports that Greg is going to potentially run more races for New York racing this season. That's in the works. But, yeah, cool to see Greg Biffle, one of the old guys, come back, uh, run the 500. He's he's really good here. He had that second-place finish here back in – or third-place finish back in 2012. He He's a good, and that's a good guy to put in a car like uh, New York Racing. They're just trying to start their program off and everything. And you look at the guys he's got to try and go beat to get in the 500. I think he's got a good shot to do it just based off of his experience alone. Yeah, I mean, I would tend to agree. Um, that's the beauty of having, you know, a brand new race car for the whole field is it puts guys even more like. Uh, like a Greg Biffle and uh, we won't say one off because we don't really know, but we'll just say a part-time car um, and puts them right in the chance for contention. Anything can happen in these races, new car, super speedway. Um, we know how all that goes. So it's cool to see Greg Biffle back. It's really cool to see Greg Biffle back in this kind of scenario where he could absolutely be a factor. Yeah, absolutely. So cool to see a new team and a face mm. that we remember come back 
So uh, let's go Ty Gibbs. He is officially going to be running the 54. We knew that this was going to be happening and his official monster will be joining him. I know Mike, I am. This is my shock stage. Yeah. I can't believe it. Like who is this guy? Is he any good? Never heard (laughs) of him before. I will say this though. It's going to be cool to see him run a full schedule because that guy did not make many friends last year in his part-time gig. He won a lot of races, but he just, he did not care about any anybody else on the racetrack. So now him running this full schedule, ain't nobody's going to have respect for him because no. of the way he, he drove some of these guys uh, last year. So I'm looking forward to yeah. see high kids trying to gain respect to some of the Xfinity Series veterans. I really do think yeah. this is going to be the most intense Xfinity Series season of all time. But no, it's going to be interesting to see exactly how the season goes. Like you guys were saying, Ty Gibbs came in real fast and furious, the Xfinity series. He was one of the fastest cars, won a race right out of the gates. Uh, then he kind of got his elbows out, got a little, little dirty, a little greasy, if you will. Um, we have to wait and see how that goes this year. I think he's going to have some respect. He's going to have to earn on the racetrack. Um, and you know, that respect is earned, not given. So guys are going to knock him around a little bit, especially after the way he raced the last little while here. So, uh, Going to be really interesting to see how a full season of that kind of plays out for Ty. A full season yeah. of him and Sam Mayer just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are best friends. Okay. <laughs> just the, the amount of competition this year in the Xfinity Series is absolutely insane. I mean, Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill are going to be coming into play in the RCR camp. Um, Josh Berry is going to be running full time. Uh, Landon Castle's joining colleague. We don't know what that's going to mean for the 10 car. Um, you know, we got a bunch of new guys going to be driving the 18 car. Trevor Bain, Drew Dollar. Um, I know yeah, Trevor Bain is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to see what he does in the 18 car. Finally, in a good car. Um, so yeah, there is a lot of good competition, including like Ty Gibbs, you know, Noah Gregson, Justin Algar, your normal suspects in the Xfinity series. And yeah, you're bit- forgetting somebody. You're yeah. defending series champion. You're forgetting somebody, but <laughs> hey, I was getting that. I was gonna be talking about the Cowboys because I mentioned that you got the dinger, you got um, yeah, you got your boy. I mean, come on, it's gonna be a year full of craziness. And guys, don't forget Riley Herps. I mean, this guy's gonna win a championship. <laughs> Just got signed by KHI. Good things are coming for him. It is coming to take the four, I'm telling you. But, yeah, the competition <laughs> the competition level in the Xfinity Series, it just keeps going up, up, mm. up, and up. Yeah, we lost Austin Cindric to the two car, but there's been uh, reports that Roger Penske says they're still going to run that 22 car for the Xfinity Series this year. So we'll have to see what develops out of that. But just the well, I mean, it's probably level, just going to be the Cup Series, guys. Gonna be, like it's going to be the, yeah, it's gonna it'll be be the all-star Cindric car. And Blaney. It'll be your superstar cars, but man, it's it's gonna be another fun year. Maybe to watch. Burton too. I can see it being Harrison Burton for a race yeah, here definitely. and there too, because he's gonna want some tweener seat time, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That's true, but I'm most excited to see a guy like uh Josh Barry. We saw him yeah. last year kind of just take off in the Xfinity series. Hell, he won a race in Michael Annette's number one car. That dude is that showed be- just how much of a hack <laughs> Michael Annette is. <laughs> he won a race in in that shit box of a race car at Kansas. So I will well, we'll see it be doing the same fucking thing this year with Sam Mayer. He's going to drop. Uh, <laughs> well, Sam Mayer's ass, but no, oh, I, I just look, I'm looking forward to a big season out of Josh Berry and out of the, all those other guys. Like imagine trying to pick an experience series championship for right now. Hey, I don't think you yeah. can do it. There's too much talent in this series. We're going to just see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, that's the thing that makes this season more fun than some of the other ones. You know, the last couple of years, you know, you had a lot of competition, but it was really top heavy. You had three, four, five, maybe six drivers. Now there's eight to 10 guys that can make the championship for realistically. So I think it is as wide open as the Xfinity series has been in a long time. Um, man, this could be a, could be a barn burner of a season. It's, Holy it's shit. It's going to be a dog fight. Cause like, look at Richard Childress racing. They had Myatt Snyder drive for them last year. He was kind of a klutz behind the wheel. Yeah. He won the one race, but now they're, they're getting their firepower back. Cause I expect big things out of guys like Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill. Sheldon Creed, mm-hmm. uh, most importantly, I think he's going to take off this year too. It's just, uh, it's going to be so fun. Absolutely. And guys, moving over at the Joe Gibbs Racing Camp in Xfinity, Drew Dollar is going to be running four races, four super speedway races for the 18 car for Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, guys, I, I think this is a terrible move for the fab shop over at Joe Gibbs. I mean, this guy had eight starts last year for KBM in the 51 car, eight wrecks. Um <laughs> Not the kind of tracks you want to bring this guy to super speedways as well, knowing how easy it is to crash at these tracks. So I'm praying for the boys at the fab shop and they hey, just, they, they can't wait for Trevor Bain to get in that car. Money, money, money. I'm looking at it. It's not going to be a full season. They're already half-ass used to Riley Herbs driving their shit in the past. <laughs> so he's going to wreck less than Riley Herbs did. So that's already a dub for the fab boys. So <laughs> any way you put that, it, it's going to be a net win for the fab boys back at the shop at uh, Joe Gibbs. So, you got four no. races. You just got to go through four bad races with them. You get T Bane for seven. He's so good at taking care of his equipment. Mm-hmm. So we're in, they're in good shape. And then whoever else fills out the rest of the schedule, yeah. they'll be in good shape. Yep. No, four- in, in all seriousness though, you, you, you don't know what's going to happen with this kid. You know, sometimes guys just got to grow up a little bit and mature. He is a younger guy. So it's not like he's, you know, somebody who's been wrecking race cars for 15 years. It's not like he's a guy like Stenhouse, like you expect to go out. Like, yeah, he, he, he's going to run okay. He's going to wreck some cars along the way. It is what it is. You know what you get. Uh, guys grow up. Guys mature. I mean, we've seen – look, at we're not too far away from Noah wrecking all the time. And now, look, he's matured. He's turned into a pretty complete race car driver. And, you know, guys grow up. I mean, that that's part of it. They're young kids. It's a younger series than it's been in a long time. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, in the Daytona 500, it was announced that it has been completely sold out. Grandstands, camping, infield tickets, every single ticket that you can get for this race has been sold out. Awesome to see for the sport. This really kind of shoves it in the face for people to say, like, oh, NASCAR's dead. So just awesome to see this race sell out. Yeah, absolutely. I think we've been on the uptick here for about the last season or so. Um, and I think this little LA clash deal that we did and the Daytona 500 being sold out is really solidifying that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the buzz is back. NASCAR is gaining traction. Um, they got to go out and put on a good show on Sunday though. That's the thing. If we get another one of those where we get like rained out, rain delay, some kind of craziness. And again, it's the 500 it seems to always be a good race as is, but we really need it this year. Like if we can mm-hmm. go out, you know, have a really good Sunday, have a good race, um, hopefully really translate that to that next week, gain some momentum, get the sport moving, get more eyeballs on the sport, you know, keep moving in the right direction. Awesome. All right, guys. And then it has been announced that, uh, Johnny Sauter is going to be running part-time for Thor sport motorsports. He's going to have been on the date decline for the past few years. 
Uh, ever since Johnny Sauter won that championship a couple years ago, he has been just terrible. I feel like ever, ever since he joined, he came back to Thor Sport. It's just came back to Thor Sport. Shit. Yeah, once he, he won that championship with GMS a couple years mm-hmm. ago, and what? Oh my god, he's just been so bad. And I'm sure that the guys at Thor Sport are so happy that they only have to work with him a couple times a year because. <laughs> What a pain in the ass that would have had to have been for 22 weeks a year. Having to work with a guy. He's a dick to literally everybody. Oh, my God. Yeah. But with that news, that just means Ty Majeski is going to be running full-time for Thor Sport Racing in the 66 truck. What another joke that is. So we'll see how he does. Maybe he'll run a little bit better than Johnny Sauter. What? You like you, you for that. You like Ty Majeski? You think Ty Majeski's cool? Okay, I let's think, let's let, let's Ty talk Majewski here for a second. Truck series is gonna be perfectly. Ty Majeski. Majewski... No, no, no. Ty Majeski ran this. No, 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 no. Who was running? This is a real fucking mature way to go about this, by the way, Nico Suave. But go on. Okay. Floor is mine. Who? So two years ago. Ty Majeski was driving for Nice Motorsports in that 45 truck, and he sucked. So that is why Trevor Bain stepped into that truck is because Ty Majeski sucked because Ty Majeski can't get good finishes. Well, it's also Nice Motorsports. We oh, know they're I don't not really one of the best teams. And then Ty Majeski was also in the 60 car for Roush when the, the 60 curse was going on. So I don't know, man. We got to see how this guy does with really – good equipment i think i am buying I, 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 i'm not buying just watch i think he's gonna get i think he's gonna get one win one win this year I, i'll just say this when he's been in good equipment in other series he's ran well look at you know he when he runs arca when he runs other series like Dude, when that, he runs the late models the, the guy stuff, is a yeah. late model okay, the guy is a god in the late models. late models is a different story here but i'm just saying i think that's just another wasted opportunity right there this is another you're just salty other guy that cost Trevor is all it comes down to. It didn't all cost Trevor. About. No, it didn't it's cost all Trevor. Salty about this, it comes back him, to Trevor somehow. Him sucking, him sucking in the 45 truck helped Trevor because that got him in that seat. Uh huh. And time of he didn't run shit last year, so I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes, but I'm not expecting anything out of him. Only time so. can tell, boys. But let's get into our <laughs> Daytona 500 weekend preview. Um, first off, we got the duels on Thursday night. Guys, out of the six open cars, who do you think is going to obtain oh, these four spots? Oh, who, are the, who, are the six, who are the six? Oh, who are the six open cars? Here. All right, so the six opens for qualifying into the Daytona 500. We got the 44 of Greg Biffle. We got how do you say his name? Jackie's Villanova, right? Jack Jacques Vionaway or something like Vino- that. That's right. what that's Jacques, what Mike Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Jacques Vionaway. Okay. Um, and we got Kaz Grala in the 50 car for Money Team Racing. JJ Yaley in the 55. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Timmy Hill in the 66. Nope. Wait, and... okay. So you said two are missing it? Two miss out? Yeah. So there are six Bar- open cars and there are four spots open. So barring any crashes in the duels, JJ Yaley and Timmy Hill are going home. That's yeah. just how I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I that's, that's fair. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think how it goes, I think two of them get in tonight. I believe yeah, that's based how off it goes. The, 
they and then there's the, and then the other yeah. two race their way in, right? Yeah. 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 So I so think it's gonna be I don't think Greg Biffle's gonna qualify in tonight. The car was slow. I think Noah Gregson might get in. And I think um, I mean Noah was 18th yesterday with yeah. speed, so the car is fast. Yeah, Noah, so, that was fast. He's gonna qualify. I think. Mm-hmm. But I the think great. Biff though is Beth, Biff doesn't have to qualify his way. He'll be He'll more than experienced enough to race his way, and no doubt mm-hmm. about it. And I think guys are gonna the guys who are already locked into the Daytona 500. They don't want to tear this shit up. So I really expect the duels to be pretty tame, except for the guys near the back. So I think Greg should be able to drive his way in. Yeah, yeah. I think they're going to be extra tame this year with the duels, especially because I think they have to be. Yeah, because not not as many people even have backup Back cars. Yeah. If they get themselves into a situation, so I think it's going to be very like ride around. Let's just log some more laps and figure the car out a little bit, and then we'll see what happens for Sunday. You could argue that that Jacques Vinoy guy might not make it either, because what experience he's an F one champion. He drove IndyCar, but what experience does he have in a stock car? He's another guy who might not make it. Although the speed didn't look horrible out of his car either. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. And Daytona, it's funky. Every year, it's weird. So, uh, but yeah, if I really, surprise guys in. I really have to say, though, it's probably going to be the guys that J.J. Yaley, Timmy Hill are going to be the guys who you're going to – they're definitely not qualifying their way in. Yeah. And no, I, I, I just it, don't yeah. see them making the moves to race their way in. I really mm-hmm. don't. I agree. But, you know – we, even though we're saying it's probably going to be a conservative duel, sometimes that's when the weirdest stuff happens when people are trying to be extra careful. Yeah. So right. who really knows? All it takes all it takes is one wreck tomorrow, and that's going to go crazy. That's what but happened with Noah last year. Got taken out by Joey Gase. <laughs> so, all right, guys, let's preview our races at Daytona. First off, we got the Truck Series race. We've got the next era energy 250, 250 mile race stages. One and two are 20 laps each. And the final stage is 60 laps for a total of 100 laps. Last year's winner was Ben Rhodes. Also the champion of 2021 guys, who is your pick to win the truck series race at Daytona on Friday night, Mikey G who you got. All right. My boy Ben is probably still hung over from his championship celebration. So I'm going to give him a Sunday off on this one. I'm going to go with his store sport teammate, Nick's favorite truck driver, Ty Majeski, to get it done. Uh, it's going to be so disappointing when he junks it on lap two. But yeah, <laughs> it's a good pick. Yeah, All right, Nico. All right, I'm picking to win the truck race on Friday night. He is going to come into this truck series with a bang. Never driven a truck before. He got demoted from the Cup Series last year. Uh, I'll go on Maddie D to, to win the truck race. I will not be rooting for him as per se, but, um, I like him and his experience with the Rackley war guys. Um, he has success on super speedways before. Yeah. It's his first time driving a truck. So maybe the first two stages aren't going to go his way, but I just, I, I think he's a guy who's going to contend. If he can get through all the, the carnage and the records, that's going to be Friday night. Again, I ain't rooting for him personally, but I could just see Matty D getting his truck series career started off with his first one in NASCAR. Okay, so that's the thing, though. It's the truck series at Daytona. There's going to be 415 cautions. <laughs> There's going to be 12 trucks left at the rub, and they're going to be picking fans out of the stands to fucking drive these trucks at the end. Oh, my God. So it, the, the truck race at the super speedways are absolutely and i am here for it (laughs) there's such shit shows man i remember when austin hill won the opening race of daytona a couple years ago there was like 
25 cautions and there might have been six trucks who took who took the checkered flag. So I expect that again uh, come Friday night. Alrighty. So for my pick to win the race on Friday night, I got Mr. Jordan Anderson. Came one spot short just a few years ago to getting that win at Daytona. So I think he's going to do it again this uh, I think he's going to do it this year. Get that win. And that would be phenomenal for Jordan Anderson. This guy's worked his ass off in NASCAR. Uh, has his own team. And yeah, I think that would just be phenomenal. Yo, I'm with that pick. Jordan Anderson, like the people's champion of the truck series. That would be so sick to see him get a dub. Oh, absolutely. Hell yeah, boys. All right, so we got the Xfinity Series on Saturday. It's the beef. It's what's for dinner. 300. 300 miles. Best race. name ever. Yep. No, the best, be- the best was when uh, Cindric won the race last year, and he's just holding like a giant tomahawk of a steak. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Uh, so stages one and two are 30 laps each and the final is 60 for a total of 120 laps last year's winners. We had Austin Sendrick in the spring and we had Justin Haley in the fall guys. Shut who- up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> hey, he's not in it this time. So Nick, boy. Nick, who's your pick to win the Xfinity Series race at Daytona on Saturday? I'm going in the car roots here. I'm picking my boy. DH Daniel Hemrick, the curse is finally over. I picked him to win the championship and win at Phoenix last year, and he did just that. So that that curse, I can finally lift that off my shoulders here, and I can pick him confidently. Uh, it's his first race with Cog, but I'm picking him because we know we know how Cog Racing does these super speedway races. They always find each other, and they always put each other first. It doesn't matter really who uh, they don't care which one of their cars is leading and which one of their cars wins. They just want one of their cars up there. And usually when one's up there, all three of them are up there. So I expect Hemrick, Almondinger, and Landon Castle to, uh, to work with each other as much as they can on Saturday. But when it all comes down to it, I think DH, he's going he's gonna to start this year off how he finished last year, going to victory lane. I don't know hey. about that one, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one, dog. Last year, notwithstanding, we can call him Daniel did not finish Hemrick. So oh my God. I think he's going to have a rough one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm Ooh, just kidding with you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I am going to stay in the same camp because I do actually like your line of thinking all jokes aside. Um, I'm going to go with the dinger. I mean, this dude just finds ways to get it done. Um, he's been fast as all get out since he's been at college. Um, no, but all jokes aside, one thing we do know about Daniel Hemrick is he's a good teammate. Um, College racing has been an absolute force at the super speedway races since they've come into the Xfinity series. So um, you toss a blanket over all of college racing. I just think the dinger is going to get it done. He's been bad fast since he's come down to this Xfinity series and ran full time. Um, I think he's going to get it done again and start his year with a bang and uh, solidify his chance at the championship again. All right, boys. Nice picks. I'm going to stay in the same camp as well. I'm going with the 10 car of Landon Castle. Um, like you said, we know how colleague racing is at super speedways. I think Daniel Hemmer and AJ Allmendinger are going to push their new teammate to the lead and get that win for colleague and finally get the 10 in victory lane. That'd be a cool way for him to start off his college career or just get his first career win. That would be, that would be badass. 
Yeah, definitely a guy that deserves it. He's been grinding for years and years and years, and now he's finally with a real competitive team that can win him a championship. So we'll see how uh, how he fares out in the 10 car this year, boys. Nice. Uh, all right, let's go cup racing. We got the Daytona 500 this Sunday, the big show, 500 miles. Stages one and two are 65 laps each, and the final is 70 for a total of two. 100 laps guys last year's winner was michael mcdowell in the spring winning the 500 and then we had ryan blaney winning it in the fall both ending in wild wild wrecks um so we know daytona 500 it puts on a wild show there's always going to be a big fireball at the end so guys who is going to survive it all I'm going to go first. I got my boy. He's going to make his way in through qualifying and he's going to win the race. Noah Gregson in his first ever cup start. He's going to get his first ever win Ooh. in that 62 car. Ian's already drunk picking for Morgantown. Let's That's yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, guys. So one thing we know when it comes to the super speedways, the Fords work really well together. Um, again, one of the things we know, the top four team right now, the preeminent four team has been Penske racing. If you don't believe me, just go out, look back at the times and everything and them working together in final practice yesterday. Uh, they were towards the top of the list, Ryan Blaney topping, uh, practice times when they get together, they're fast. They run well. I'm going to go with the Ford camp. I'm going to go with the Penske camp. I'm not going to pick Ryan Blaney just off the bat. I'm going to go with his partner. Uh, next gen Joey, Joey Logano is going to get it done. Going to win the clash, going to win the Daytona 500 and piss everybody off. Oh, my heart. Next I hope. Okay. You know I would actually love to see Joey Logano win the Daytona 500 because Dalton's going to be in attendance for it. So <laughs> I'd be, I would be all for it. And if, and if it comes down to it on the last lap and Joey turns Kyle for the 500, oh, oh reaction hour is going to be great. Is he doing all his live reactions for this one? Oh, no, he's going to be no, there. He's, right. he's there. Oh, so. If something oh. – that happens i need him on this show next week I, hey, we're having him i actually texted he is coming on for the review show so well if that happens i know you kind of abolish it ian but you just better get the bleep button ready to rock and roll that's going to be <laughs> oh we're done with that gonna be fun guys we're big boy show now we don't, we don't bleep anymore oh, shit. I like oh it. man all right so i, I for me of course, my heart says Daniel Hamrick, but he's got to work with Justin Haley all day, and I just don't like that. I think that's just going to lead to trouble. He's got more cup wins, though. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you were just swinging today, but I, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my don't God. even get me going. I, I've tried to put that, that memory of that day behind me. I'm and then I bring it up. Every and then you bring it up every week that we film. No. Um, <laughs> It, I, I think it's just going to come down to, um, again, who's got the most experience here. This is a brand new car. Don't really know what to expect. I expect this Daytona 500 to kind of be like the other ones. I really expect them to just ride around choo-choo train style for 180 laps of this race because nobody wants to be the first to tear up uh, this car because um, they don't have many other ones of them. So I expect them to be – but it's a stupid idea. They're going to ride around clean for 190 laps. And then come the white flag, 
they're going to tear everything up. This is, it happens every single year. They, they play it clean until the last lap, and then they still wind up tearing their shit up because they just drive like idiots on the last lap. And that's something we've seen at Daytona and these super speedways over the past couple of years. It, it didn't used to be like this. These, these used to be clean races at the end, but it's, it's just it's the same thing. But at the end, four times, Daytona 500 champion, when the checker flag falls, Mr. Denny Hamlin's going to take it because I just think the experience is going to get him there. Yeah. So you just hit on a couple of things I'm really excited about for this 500 in particular, though. Um, I do agree that I think it will be a largely a boring race in a lot of ways because, uh, you know, people are going to be conservative. But we do got a couple other factors at play that are going to make this interesting. First and foremost, this is a new brakes package. The reason that matters at Daytona here is, you know, when guys get runs, um, you know, sometimes they'll push somebody out. That guy will drag their brakes a little bit so the group comes back or the, you know, the, the pack comes back to them a little bit. Um, that being said, um, you know, you could see a guy drag a brake a little too much since they're not familiar with the package. And next thing you know, you've got a 30-car pileup. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also comes to play big time, come into pit road. Again, you know, these guys are used to absolutely hammer, hammering those brakes to have to get to pit road. I don't know as much about this brake package. I know it's going to be different. I don't know how much force they're going to have to put in the brakes. That's going to be a factor. The other thing we got to watch out for, um, bump drafting and the tandem draft is back. So that could be a whole different story altogether. So I'm really intrigued to see how that's going to go. Really intrigued to see um, if that makes a big difference. So a uh, couple storylines really to look out for there, as opposed to just the whole, the new car as well. So really, really some fun stuff we could be looking forward to a uh, little detaily kind of shit in a race that might be boring otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, guys, going to be a wild weekend. Guys, we're going to be in Morgantown, West Virginia, visiting old Nico Suave out there. So, going to be fun for us watching all the races out there. Um, so, hope you guys have fun watching the Daytona 500. Um, before we close the show, you boys got anything else to add? Rest yes, in peace I do. Our livers. Rest in peace, our livers this weekend. <laughs> La Quinta, Morgantown. I apologize in advance for any loud noise alcohol complaints and any other <laughs> kind of craziness that may or may not come from this weekend allegedly and the back door we're coming for you the boys are back in town the baby. back door bar <laughs> let's be clear on that <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody thanks for tuning in uh, make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and all other podcast platforms. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, make sure to check out our merchandise, all designed by our good buddy Dalton Good. And that will about wrap it up for us. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I'm Ian Jordan. I'm Mike Gamble. And I'm Nick Kinzel. We'll see you guys next time. Enjoy the race. <laughs>